<laughs> yeah, definitely Tories over there, though. Oh, oh, Mars, I thought Mars. Oh, Goof. Oh, Joe. Oh, Goofy, baby. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of Krusty's Third Nibble. The podcast is unnecessary as a two-day hangover. <laughs> I can see, see how that was inspired. <laughs> yeah, where did I get that inspiration? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my name's Kieran, and joining me for my first ever sober pod is Darren. Hello. And Tarek. Where's the taxi? Taxi. I'm not going to mention this, but Tarek's mentioning the taxi. Car wash, eh? <laughs> 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 the car wash. <laughs> Thankfully, I had the most heroic taxi driver of our night. It was up for birthday drinks, and on the way home, I stopped and spewed more than once. And I didn't even I remember one time I didn't really give notice. She went, please, look, I'll stop whatever you want, right? Uh, if, if, if you if you are sick in here, it's like a 50 pound fine, and then I kind of work for the rest of the night. I'm like, look, okay, I really saw it, I didn't want to do this. And then sometimes she says, right, stop, and she stopped. And all the time we just went, mm. <laughs> and she was just like, she swung the car with the force, I just had to like open, and I was already good. Yeah. <laughs> and she came. Oh, experienced. She, she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely wonders. Um, I would have felt really bad if it happened in the car. Uh, I would have probably tried to get a number in there. And try and rectify it somewhat. Yeah. Or something, right? But no, there's, there's, no, there's yeah. no need for this car to go to the car while she was amazing. It happened to my mate's uh, sister, sister-in-law, um, just last week or the week before. They yeah. were in the taxi and they were going, uh, dropping the sister off and then dropping the sister-in-law off after it. But she said, no, let's just drop the sister-in-law first because she's not going to make it. Yeah. And then they dropped her off, but they looked in the back, just covered. Absolutely oh. covered all over the place. And I was just like, ah, oh, fuck. So the sister had to then pay the fine and just kind of get it all. Then get in the taxi and drive back to her house. And say, she said, there was no talk, <laughs> no chat whatsoever. Just, just covering your nose. Right. Oh. Nasty. So on this show, we're going to do our recommendations. Yes. We're going to do the main event, which is Hell or High Water, courtesy of Andy Weir, uh, who we did try to get on, but he is in Spain, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Lucky uh, for some. Sunned themselves Aye. in Spain, seeing a few of those. Could have did this on Zoom. Oh, definitely. Oh, we could have came across there. I know. Yeah, well, if you've got places that you're listening to Krusty with, you can take like a a picture of you listening to Krusty and send it to us. (laughs) That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the pool or something like that, yeah. And, but there is no quiz this time, because uh, as you can tell already, we tend to get sidetracked. <laughs> we, we go on a bit, and because we're recording in a pub, pub shots at 11, and we tend to get kicked out before we finish, so. We'll try to, yeah, try to trim, trim, uh, trim the flat. Trim the flat. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, not going to be on here next week. <laughs> First the Diet Coke, and then this, you're taking everybody on. <laughs> so, guys, I know that, um, other than laughing at me being hung over, you went to see Batman. Yes. How was it? Fear is a tool. But when that light hits the sky, 
It's not just a call. It's a warning. The Batman. Um, so, yeah, so I, so I promised Brandon that I was going to go and see it with him um, because he was so hyped up for it. I wasn't too hyped up about the movie. Um, I was just kind of, I was never kind of quite enamoured with Robert Patterson going to be the Batman. And never, but I always thought, right, it's always good to give him a chance mm -hmm. um, because even Christian Bale wasn't too sure how he was going to go down. But yeah, I love to eat those words. Um, I've got a quote from one of our friends. So I thought before we start, um, I'd get in touch with somebody who's a massive Batman fan and who's the biggest Batman fan that we know, somebody that's got Batman tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you go to him first, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's what he has to so say. This is uh, Mr. Gavin Braidford. My verdict on the Batman, Mr. Vengeance, not as good as the Dark Knight trilogy, but that's going to be awfully hard to beat. Uh, Patterson, decent Batman, not that good a Bruce Wayne, I don't think. And uh, and that's it, mate. That's my that's my verdict on Mister Vengeance. Cheers. So that's Gavin's ideas. <laughs> what's what's the Mister Vengeance part? What's so so that's uh, that's a thing that he kind of says throughout the films that. It's not much, uh, I'm Batman, no, he is known as Batman, it's just what he's supposed to be, just vengeance. Yeah. So, well, uh, it's someone that was kind of, I think, had the opposite kind of experience. Before the film, I was following it quite closely, so I was hearing like all the rumours and stuff like that. And and so, it's it's definitely got a different idea of what Batman is, rather than the Dark Knight or any other ones. So this is definitely kind of, it's, it's very, yeah. Batman begins in a way that it's very, it's young Batman. He's only a couple of years into the game, <coughs> and this one, he's just he's very angry and hate-filled, mm. and well, and that's it. spoil anything. But he then learns and tries to grow into what Batman is. So it's more of a learning kind of curve rather than here I'm just Batman and no, no, no. But I knew that going in, so I was more help. Well prepared, so if somebody wasn't, so I, then I, I would be totally like, get where um, yeah. Gav was coming from with that. Because as soon as, as I came, as yeah. as I came out of the movie, I kind of thought, you know what, mm. he wasn't, a, he wasn't a great um, Bruce Wayne, yeah. but he was Batman. But that he the, whole, the whole point in the, this movie yeah. was, it's not Batman that's the the hidden mm -hmm. the, the oh, what's it called? He's alter ego. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Wayne's actually his alter ego. So this film is more about the Batman yeah. and how he's kind of struggling with everything that's going on and then you only get little splices with Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. so I'll, I'll, Bruce, I'll go through everything that yeah. I've kind of got so and then you can chuck he, in what you're yeah. thinking. Does. You know it's the kind seconds. of... Right, so, <laughs> so, the Batman, right? So it's a dark psychological thriller. Okay, so it's definitely the, probably the scariest Batman that we've seen and it's definitely the most violent. Mm. Um, it's got tension and it's got kind of a lot of jigsaw style traps that kind of the Ruddlers kind of putting different people in. It gave me, once I finished it, and I'd like to, once I've come out of the movie, give it a, a wee bit to kind of digest. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, what movies did this kind of remind me of? And it re reminded me of Seven, 
quite a lot because it's quite dark. It's got that gritty. It's got that it's detective um, story. Yeah, it's detective story that's kind of pulling things along. Like I said, Robert Parson. I didn't think he was going to. Well, I didn't like his Bruce Wayne to the. He's not trying at, at the to start, be. Yeah, it's not. He's not a billionaire. Wayne, he's yeah. not a billionaire playboy in this, and they yeah. don't want him to be a billionaire playboy in this. They want to show the dark, the grittiness. He's just, he's just lost his parents not too long before this. Uh, well, probably about ten years. Yeah, ten. He's, but the pain is still there. You can still see it. So you don't actually get him looking to splash his cash and show how much uh, money he's got and stuff like this. He mm-hmm. is. He's hurt, and you can see that he's hurt. Um, so he plays uh, to start with, like I said, right after that, I didn't think he played it very well, but no, he did play it really yeah. well. He, he played it to a team. And as a Batman, most of the Batman that you get, you don't really get much acting with them. You'll just get the bottom of their face and then you've got them jumping about, yeah, yeah. Throwing, throwing people about and stuff like that. So there's no acting. This one, you actually get the acting. You actually see the kind of... Pattinson yeah. does so much for his eyes. I don't really know his eyes is, but he is like, he is constantly searching or looking or there's times where he, like him or Bruce Wayne can't meet people's eyes and it's just like he's such like a stunted person yeah that he's, he's not eternal animal he is just Batman and then Bruce Wayne's just like he gets criticized by like this mayor elect that's like saying oh you, you, you should be more philanthropist you should help people but it's like it's kind of ironic because he is helping people as Batman but then I feel like that's what I they make more films, he's going to develop more. Ah. But it's very good, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, you've got the brooding, the heart and British yeah. of this. And you've actually got the... It's set... It's, this movie's kind of came on from what the comic was year one. So there was a comic movie, yeah. uh, which was year one Batman, which was the first year of Batman. And this is potentially set as year two of Batman. So you've... You've kind of you're seeing the, the arc and how his development of characters is got well not just character how his development with um, the crime bosses with the police with everybody yeah. as Batman and you're kind of seeing the development of it which is amazing. Um, I will, I will say like yeah so he is well known but he's like feared essentially like that and there's one big massive thing I'll say about Batman is that Gotham. Is so much more realized than it's ever been in any other film because Dark Knight trilogy, Gotham, outside of like the Narrows in like the first one, it's just Chicago. It's mm-hmm. just that mm-hmm. one city. But this one is, it's like, it's very dark, it's very kind of like lived in and it's just so like endlessly corrupt and you feel like the hopelessness there. And that's how it feels like. And the Riddler is like his first super villain, the rest of them are just bad people he's like his first kind of like real challenge mm-hmm. so when he comes across him it's like okay it's actually putting him to the test for the first time because because it's more focused on his detective abilities in this mm-hmm. movie and that's what's made this definitely the best Batman for a while um for me because it is more this is what he is and it's so real it's even when he's fighting or when he's um, he's about to jump off as jump off a building as Batman, and you actually see the Batman crap with himself a wee bit because he's thinking, oh, actually, can I do this? And then he actually goes for it. So that you're seeing that build up of the actual superhero per se, and he actually then goes and does it. Um, so you've got that that realism is played out all the way through this mm-hmm. film. It's brilliant. The villains that you've got in this, you've got the Riddler, you've got the Penguin, 
uh, you've got Fal Falcone, um, and then they're they're played very very well. Paul yeah. Danon, amazing, absolutely. He's amazing. from um, the film Prisoners. He's the kind of like the special needs one that Hugh Jackman takes the task. Okay. If you remember him, yeah, so. yeah. So there's one scene that he got the director to um, done like a hundred takes on this just this one scene. And it's not even, you don't even see much of it in the movie. It's just kind of like a one wee image of him showing stuff to uh, Batman. But because he was so in character, he's not even, I don't think he's a method actor, but he was just kind of really wanted to make sure that it was spot on. And yeah, it's good. Mm. It's very good. Um, yeah, you've got, like I said, it's probably got one of the best intros of Batman that you actually get from all the movies that you've seen. So normally you just get a nice big build up and then there's Batman. Because this is kind of setting the scene of where where he is within the criminal world and where he is within himself. Mm -hmm. He's there's the Joy Boys, they're beating up uh, or they're waiting to go and beat up somebody or mug them. And the kind of you've got the tension, you've got yeah. him doing his inner monologue kind of coming down uh, and he's walking down these stairs and all you hear is the steps coming down. As soon as he gets to the bottom of the stairs and they see him, they actually laugh at him. It's just like, it's just it's a weird guy. It's set on Halloween on that yeah. as well. Uh, right, okay. There's, so there's some, some guy dressed as Batman. And yeah. Is, uh, yeah. There's no really taking him that serious. And then he just kicks fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a uh -huh. great about the intro as well. It's like, so his monologue is obviously like share of a comic. And then the signal goes up. And it's followed a couple like wee instances of crimes and stuff like that. And all the criminals see at the sky. And they look at the closest shadowy alley next to them. They're like, "Oh shit!" They drop everything. They run home. It's like, "I do not want to get put in E and E tonight." Yeah. Please stop. And you see, like, "Oh, that's the effect he has on people." Yeah. And then when you start getting the super villains that don't care, it's like, "Well, how evil are they that they're not afraid, but all their goons are?" Yeah. So, so yeah, definitely great build up. I mean, it's dark, it's gritty. It's engaging. Uh, you've got some lingering shots, but you actually mm. go, get good payoffs at the end of those shots. Um, Paul Dan, yeah, amazing. I mean, yeah. yeah, really great. But much better than Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, Batman for, for completely different reasons. I like this movie. Uh, that's all I'll say. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, Poison Ivy. No, that was Batman. Was Batman Robin? Um, he's still he's still not my Batman. My Batman will always be Michael Keaton. And I'll fight anybody on that because mm -hmm. Darren just offered me outside to fight. <laughs> I say anything bad about the I'm, Batman I'm, I'm industry. In between Bale and Pattinson, but I'll see if they make a trilogy. Then I think it's, I think it's fairer to judge if they have a similar amount of films. Yeah. So Keaton had two, so it's like okay, maybe he can go against Bale. You can understand. Oh, you'll but, take Bale. But Val Kilmer, he's he's not been anywhere unfortunately. You know, I thought he's decent. George Clooney was terrible. <laughs> Then Batfleck, then he's just, uh, he's, there was no fault on him. I don't think it was Snyder's fault. Yeah, I was still. He was. He was just a new Batman. He just, he just murdered people. Done. It was. It wasn't even like interesting. He just went and killed people. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, it's three hours. But I'd say yeah. I don't know. I thought. I thought that was when I sat down. I was thinking, this is good. This better, yeah. this better be good. There is like but the Riddler does, is going yeah. after corrupt people on this like kind of. Uh, like this crime syndicate or something like that he's trying to uncover and stuff like that. So it makes sense why it's taking so long. It's not like... Okay. Right. It's, kind of, it's almost... Um, oh, what's that film? Zodiac. 
yeah. Zodiac Killer. He's dressed up like, like Zodiac. Kind of, you know when he's had the mystery that you've got behind it. Oh, you know when you got like the he's in the black outfit and the symbol and he tells the people to tie themselves up for shit. Yeah, he's he's got like a green jacket and a symbol. It's very close to that. The okay. so. okay. It's not like a extravagant suit. I remember going to see Batman. Um, and Edinburgh, we talked about this before. Three D, was it three D or was it four K? No, it was IMAX. Uh, the IMAX. IMAX. No, Dark Knight Rises. Us, yeah, it was yeah. Us and and, and it was kind of dark, and the sound was all fucked in. Mm-hmm. So, so what's this one like? You, you keep seeing this dark. Oh, Could you well, see it? it Could you yeah. see stuff? Like, yeah, yeah, you can see it, but you well, can just tell that it's got the it's got the shadows all over the place. But it's you're more, not struggling to see the actual imagery. Yeah. So yeah. The, so it's there's kind of like the perception of everything's. Bit darker and stuff like that. Dark it's, 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 yeah, it's shot yeah. in Glasgow, so there's it's, a few of the buildings uh, that you can see that you're kind of like, oh, yeah. well, there's, well, there's I, I would say kind of added extras. Not very similar to, but you know, in like the Blade Runner films where there's like bright lights outside the room so you can see in, but mm-hmm. the room itself is dark mm-hmm. and there's like bright sound, stuff like that, but it's not like you go into the room and it's not fancy yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. It's always raining too. That's why I love like Gotham. It should be <laughs> terrible weather. You see some, but so it's just it's sunny. It's the, like the right to film in, in Glasgow, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> uh-huh. It's a bit Sin City esque as well, but it's the realism. I think you'll like more. Right. I think you you'll uh, enjoy this because I've only ever really seen the Dark Knight. Mm. So you, like, you like Batman Begins? You fought for Batman Begins. I love Batman Begins. I saw yeah. I saw a, a tweet. And they said that this movie could go into that trilogy instead of Batman Begins, and yeah. it kind of you wouldn't yeah. miss a beat. So it was like, wait a minute. What did they say earlier? You know <laughs> the in Batman Begins where uh, uh, Christopher Bale is, is about to kill Falcone with a gun, and he's all messed up. Imagine that he kept that energy, but he became Batman. It just got worse. But you know, with that film, he comes back and he's straight into Playboy. Yeah. But what yeah. if he just stayed depressed his whole life? Yeah. And yeah. then. So that's what this good. guy's more like. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. just he's just depressed and he, think, he's a reckless. So uh, I think the Joker, the film, the Joker, yeah, would yeah. fit in with this a lot more because it's a lot more psychologically linked. Mm-hmm. And it's it's sad that that's not gonna happen, but Well, I I prefer that to be a standalone. There's too many yeah, yeah. Too many people want to jump that into other I things. Mean, you could you could say you want this Batman and that person and that person piece together your own kind of Batman series. Get your, get your toy figures out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, again? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, th- I think we've bored Dad with enough Batman talk. Yeah. <laughs> if you're still listening, here we go. This is yeah. my recommendation. Uh, it's no surprise uh, if anybody's been following Christy on social media what I've been watching this week, <laughs> and it's The French Dispatch. Mm-hmm. It began as a holiday. Eager to escape a bright future on the Great Plains, Arthur Howitzer Jr. transformed the series of travelogue columns into the French Dispatch, a factual weekly report on the subjects of world politics, the arts, high and low, and diverse stories of human interest. You don't think it's almost too seedy this time? No, I don't. For decent people. It's supposed to be charming. He assembled a team of the best expatriate journalists of his time. Berenson, Sazerac, Kremens, Roebuck Wright. These were his people. Just try to make it sound like you wrote it that way on purpose. It's the, um, I, obviously, massive ways Anderson fan. Um, Are you? <laughs> that. And, Recently, I saw The Life Aquatic for the first time, 
and was a bit disappointed to be honest. Yeah, didn't the didn't the float the boat, shall we say? Aye. So with trepidation, I put this one on, and it's just a brilliant. It's just a joy. Was not. Uh, I'll tell you what. It's not. First of all, right. It's not a movie. It's not a no. movie with a, like a linear for the start, a story that builds up, builds up, and then mm. pays off at the, at the end. Yeah. Because it's kind of four separate stories that yeah. are only tied together because Bill Murray, who dies, it's not a spoiler. It's in the very first scene. You know he yeah. dies, right? His dad owns a, a paper in Kansas, Kansas City. And he has convinced his dad to send him and all these great writers to, to, to this fictional town in France to run this paper as a dispatch of this Kansas Herald or Morning Sun or something like that. And so these stories are uh, stories that have been written by these fictional writers about these about these things. Uh, Owen Wilson... Uh, and, and but these these writers are based on real people because it's a, it's about Wes Anderson's love affair with the New Yorker magazine. Right, That's okay. what the whole thing is, right? And uh, so he's picked writers and maybe even just articles out of that that are classic ones from the sixties and written fictional characters and fictional things based on them. Mm. Sometimes it's kind of like one of the writers, I think Frances McDormand, she plays like an amalgamation of two. Bill Murray's probably an amalgamation of two people as well. So the guy who started up and then one of the famous editors kind of rolled into one. Right. So you find out at the start, Bill Murray, uh, he dies, uh, or he, he doesn't die to the end, but you, you know he dies at the start. Oh. And, and, and this is like, uh, we're going to show some of these great articles to you because it's like a little compendium of, of his life, right? Uh, of his work, I mean. Mm -hmm. First one is Owen Wilson, who kind of goes into the nitty gritty of this town in France, like the the, the rats and, and the, the kittens that kind of fucking take over the roofs, the the pimps, you know, the 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 pocket pickers and everything like that. So he just yeah. So he he goes about and he's like, so these these articles are like ones about it could be about food, it could be about sport, music. You know, just like, but he goes and finds the, right. He's the, he's that's yeah. what's how. So there was a guy that did that. Um, so that's a, that's a short one at the start. Um, there's three other ones. Uh, Francis McDormand. Does a book end each of these? No, right, so, so at, at the like, start you'll this, see. This is the first movie. This at, is at, the, at the start you'll see Bill Murray and his and his team. Mm -hmm. uh, all these writers are kind of introduced in the Wes Anderson style, mm -hmm. uh, and then then. Uh, again, how he likes to do stories within stories. This yeah. is this is what he does. Ah. This is like it's archetype of uh, Wes Anderson. This oh. um, I've heard that the different stories are all kind of filmed and shot and differently and in different kind of not styles, but you can definitely okay. see if you just saw clips from one and the other, you'd be like, yeah, there's a different one. So it's oh, not, I don't think the be, lens they, they like could have been they could they could have been standalone. Uh, Netflix episodes. Yeah. Things. So yeah, yeah that's my point. Where it's not confusing when it's switched right. from one to the other. I've heard. So well, it, you only get yeah. So you 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 get one for like twenty five minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not the one Wilson one. I suppose you'll probably hear some people say there's three because they kind of disregard the one Wilson one. There's four. Right. But there's three main ones that take about half an hour each. Mm -hmm. Um. And yeah, they're completely separate. There's nothing that links them. They're maybe about the same time time mm -hmm. period. They're they're based on the same fictional film but but that's it and then in between them you see 
Bill Murray having kind of like editorial meetings with these writers mm. who, who, are, who are writing these stories and they'll kind of discuss, um, you know, where it goes in the magazine and what words should be cut and spell mistakes and all that stuff that I got a kick at anyway. <laughs> yeah. But um, that, that was good. So, in that sense, there was a lineage, but. I guess I can go from like an intense or really funny or exciting scene and I just. It was because the paper afterwards is like, put up page five actually. And yeah, <laughs> you can yeah, just imagine yeah, it was yeah, from the intensity yeah. of one page thing five. to the yeah. kind of monotony of like a workspace. <laughs> uh, it's not it's not the Christoph Waltz thing that we were hoping. Right. Not a great part in it. No? Not a long part, anyway. Which is really a bit part. But it does put him in this kind of Wes Anderson universe. But I mean, that's it. He's, he's so in there. He's so in there he's, now. So he's in there next, now. Next Hopefully the next right. time it's a feature film about him. And it's, as I said again, it's not like the family drama that he does so well either. Mm. Uh, it's not it's not the Tenenbaums in that sense where, you know, you're really attached to these characters. That said, so there, yeah, there's a huge cast. Everybody's there who you imagine is there. Um, Name them all. And then there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's a few... There's a few new people, so Christoph Waltz, um, Timothy Chalamet, he gets a, a decent role. Um, but I think Adrian Brody steals it. He plays, he plays, um, so Benicio del Toro is a convict who is also like an artist, a painter, right? Right. Uh, Adrian Brody is also a convict. He's in there for like fraud or something like that. But he's an art collector. So he sees his work and he gets out, he tries to buy it. Uh, and he creates this mystique about Del Toro's Ooh. character to build up the anticipation about yeah. this, this, ah. this thingy, uh, this painting, and the other ones that he's going to do. Um, so that that's great. Uh, ah. that, that that's a great that's a great story. Uh, there's a like great that, bit yeah. in that as well. So the guy uh, Tony Rivoloi, I think his name is, mm-hmm. uh, he plays Zero in the Grand Budapest Hotel. He plays a young Benicio Del Toro character in this, mm. right? And the passage of time is played but played out by. They just tag each other out. It's <laughs> just like saying two, 20 years later or whatever it is. Yeah. He just comes, tags him out, he gets up, he sits in the chair, and now we'll get that thing. I love really. Good. See, when you already have this kind of tongue in cheek or link to the audience attitude, you can get away with more stuff. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Because yeah. you know there's a lot of talent and hard work put, being put into like, all of it anyway. So when they like they do something like that, it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, you've you don't take yourself seriously, but you take like the craft seriously. Yeah. Oh. That's with Sanson, isn't it? Yeah. Um and like you're saying every one shot different, there's an animated bit in it that pays tribute to like if you can imagine not quite aristocrats, but like this old French sort of uh, animation. There's a whole there's a whole bit in the fourth uh, story of this. Mm where it all just plays out anime and it's just like a wacky car police chase scene <laughs> and it's just brilliant. Yeah. Again, it's just good. It's it's abs- it's a feast for the eyes and the ears. It's, it's You need to watch it three or four times because you're not going to get everything. Because mm-hmm. all these cutaways, it's like uh, watching Family Guy rapid. You know, yeah. It's just cutaway after cutaway after cutaway. And you're like, how funny was that? Uh-huh. But you kind of spend time on thinking how funny that is. That look, <laughs> yeah. that that motion, like that the deadpan faces and the and the line and the cutaway, and then you're in the next one. You're like, Jesus, this is like overload for the senses. And for that, it could be a criticism because 
he's like he's got all these ideas and he's he's pushed oh, them in. He's he, he's spent his lockdown writing, is he? Yeah, <laughs> and he's just yeah. chucked everything on. I think I think every inch of this has been poured over. Mm. Every inch of it, and and like as I said, you don't get a lot, spend a lot of time with many characters, but you do still connect with some of them. Adrian Brody's one, Francis Dermott's one, Del Toro's one. And then even with Bill Murray, he's hardly in it. He probably is in it for about five minutes in running time, right? But mm -hmm. see the way they deal with his death and his obituary. And like, I've seen it twice now. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> stop it. Already. I've seen it twice already. <laughs> I needed to watch it again. Uh, I yeah. just needed to. Um, it's, it's one of these things, I don't know if you guys get it, but you put something on, you know, within 30 seconds, you're going to watch it again. You're going to listen yeah, it again. Yeah. I've heard uh, it happened to me twice since the last thing I was listening to. Uh, Aretha Franklin um, album. It's on the uh, Rolling Stone Top 500. Right. It's just come around 156 or something like that. And it's one of her live albums when it's in the church. It's like gospel choirs and stuff. Uh, Put it on, push play. And I was like, how long is this? Because I can't wait to push play again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and I got this. Let's do a good song. Yeah. And then you, you hear the noise on Swiss. You're like, Oh, it's place. Yeah, right yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just go. <laughs> Cooking here, running into the zone. So the, yeah, the way they deal with that because uh, he, he, he sort of like generates this camaraderie, camaraderie between the writers. Mm -hmm. um, they how they, they, they'll agree to write the whole bit between them right. and kind of go line by line, and that. it's just it's just really good. The music is is spot on, and then. You go into these, like in the credits, they've got these, again, fictional animated covers of the French Dispatch. Mm. And there's no context given, but you just see about half a dozen of them, maybe more, uh, of these things just passing through. And you're just thinking, what story is that of it? What story? <laughs> what could possibly go in that they've made that yeah. head cover? And then again, you're into the next one, you're just looking at it. You can suspend ages just looking at these. So. Me be me, looked it up, and there's a poster there. So, uh, yeah, I think I've not told Leah, but I might bet that huge and good in the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll bet so, myself a birthday present for that. So, uh, where can you find this? This is on Disney Plus. So yeah, they've also it, yeah. got um, Life Aquatic. They've also got Budapest, right? Grand Budapest yeah. Hotel, and one or two others. Yeah, I still haven't seen fantastic. Did it? Is that on there? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it is. Is it yeah. the Jeering Limited on there as well? Yeah. Dad Jeering, I think. Yeah, Dad So, also, just last thing on this, um, because it's the New Yorker, they do their own podcasts, unsurprisingly, and there's two that you should seek out. They're only half an hour long, both of them. One of them is, uh, well, seek out, I'm going to put the links to them in the show notes, but there's one with a... But you've got to listen to us first. <laughs> <laughs> an interview with Wes Anderson just talking about the film and his love for the New Yorker, fine. And then they've got some of the cast, just a podcast, some of the cast reading the classic articles that their character had written, the character that was based on the So Owen Wilson reads an, an article about rats in the sewers and, and things like that <laughs> that were that was like written by the guy he <laughs> yeah. was based on. Um, Tilda Swinton, is, she changes like absolutely so much she reads it in character as well right. Owen Wilson reads it as Owen Wilson Bill Murray reads it as Owen Murray because they, yeah, exactly. yeah. they just play themselves yeah. pretty much right but uh, <laughs> Tilda Swinton plays uh, she's like apparently nails this this person she's like an art yeah. critic so you can imagine she's like yeah. oh yeah. I, I, I spent the fall 
uh, swirling champagne with yeah, yeah, like that. And she reads <laughs> in character as well. Yeah. So that one is like the most, like the whole thing's a classic bit of escapism. But uh, when you listen to her, you're like, this, this could be her. It's, I've never known this person, but I know her now. Yeah. I feel like I do. Um, I love it. It goes, it goes right into my top three Wes Anderson films. Wow. Doesn't it doesn't budge uh, Grand Budapest or Fantastic Mr. Fox mm. yet, but there's enough in there that if I watch it a little more times, yeah. it might. But I think, I, 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 as I said, I didn't get the feeling uh, of a Fantastic Mr. Fox that I was like happy, you know, from the start that I know like Roald Dahl meet Wes Anderson. I don't know, it's going to take a lot to beat that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grand that's Budapest Hotel has the story and has that kind of. Well, the smoke will tell you, like, the companionship between they two. Mm. Emotional attachment. Yeah. That you, so you don't get that in this one. But Wes Anderson fans will love this because it's got everything there. As right. I said, every, all the details. Uh, I haven't seen Moonrise Kingdom, Rushmore, Bottle Rocket. All done by Wes Anderson. Bottle Rocket and Rushmore were early ones. Moonrise Kingdom is uh, being touted as should be up there in some people's top fives, but I uh, are they on Disney as well? No, not that I've seen. Not that I've seen. Right. Um, I, I have seen that this popped up because I, I was on the main kind of banner thing on Disney. And I thought I should have watched it because I, I was no one after we just we just done Grand Budapest. Yeah, and that's going to it's going to be good. He's he's most recent. All the I had a quick look and I was like all the. Every actor yeah. in there. Everyone thinking, there. Should I watch it or should I just wait till Kieran watches it and then tells yeah, us to yeah. watch it? Yeah. Well, what I would say as well is give yourself a bit of time. Yeah. Give yourself a bit of time between Wes Anderson films because they're so like packed full of stuff. Right. Like, you know, it's you need you need time to digest, like, decompress, and then wind down and then go again. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's it. Another one is um, seeing as I went to my cousin's 21st birthday party recently. Uh, he's in a band. They've got a new single. Oh, uh, so so uh, I'll play it. Um, no. No. I'll, I'll play it. I'll, I'll stop this. I'll play it. I'll play it. No. <laughs> I've even got it lined up so you guys can hear it. But uh, okay, the, the band's called uh, Uganda's Moonshine Epidemic. Right. Uganda, the country, uh, yeah. Moonshine, the drink, yeah. epidemic, problem. The <laughs> problem. Uganda's drink problem. <laughs> it just, just sounds like a charity. <laughs> you have five pounds a month, do you? <laughs> uh, and the, the new song, I think it's probably their best one that I've heard so far, Introvert. Uh, when you hear it, it's hardly, it could be anything but Introvert, so it's like raucous. Um, and they've got a song called Bob Ross as well. Ah, yeah. give that a listen to as well. You'll find them on Spotify, but also I'll put the links on the on, on the show notes. But uh, Introvert's good. Bob Ross is kind of a bit getting kicked out of his party. <laughs> 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 we can all, we can all uh, relate to that. Right, so that's it.
it is. No. Right. So next, we're moving on to our review. Of... Oh, we should tell people about the the awards thing. All right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. So, um, after sixteen episodes or sixteen films that we reviewed, I put a wee collage together, and it's kind of like the banner now on our social media platforms. Well, Hell or High Water, which we're going to do next, signifies the next 16. The 30 So the 32nd, although this is episode 34, it's the 32nd movie that we've reviewed. So a new collage will go up, but then that gave us ideas about how we should start thinking about our favourite of the last 16. Celebrating the last... Uh, and I then I... think we, universally, we picked Parasite for the first... Yeah, 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 and then I think Interstellar was up there as well, but mm. that was a pretty hard one to beat, so it's gonna be difficult looking back. But I think this what we're gonna do now is give awards, give Krusty mm. awards. Um, and I like your <laughs> Krusty award, <laughs> <laughs> a nipple award, the, the crustiest <laughs> of them all. Yeah, brass nipples. <laughs> Um, kind of wait to walk out of the pub with so we'll, we'll put we'll put some like like award categories but you were saying the best seven word synopsis the best seven word synopsis but we've only had about a couple but we can do them yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll favourite quote favourite quote yep favourite minor character favourite minor character um, favourite um, intro 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 yeah yeah alright oh, definitely intro okay you need so, a nipple <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the first like the yeah, 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 first joke, yeah, yeah. Oh my, You're yeah, first, yeah, yeah. Oh my intro, funniest intro. Oh, so we're going like absolute meta. I'm just thinking about the. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you yeah. need to put right. us in the back. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant intro to the movie. Oh, uh, intro to the podcast. Oh, right. Okay. Um, right. So we'll, we'll do that then. Set that a big smile. He's off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of my? That that was shite. That was shite. I hope I'm going to do the next intro to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody get bought in. All right, so this will all go up on social media. So please, please uh, get in touch and tell us your favourites as well. Mm-hmm. Right, next we're going to do Hell or High Water. The bank loan just enough to keep your mama poor. Thought they could swipe her land. It's a big bank. It's too big. That's what she said. Now they can foreclose on Friday. So come hell or high water, get the money to the bank on Thursday. And then you are free and clear. Little brother, go get that money. Good morning, folks. Open the drawers. You got a gun on you, old man? You're damn right I got a gun on me. Y'all gonna steal my gun, too? We ain't steal from you, we steal from the bank. Woo! You hear about these bank robberies? You may get to have some fun before they send you off to the rocking chair yet. I may have one hunt left in me. <laughs> Mama, in that bit a while? Three months. Bank breathing down her neck. Everybody get on the ground! been here for a while. Long enough to watch the bank getting robbed. has been robbing me for 30 years. How do you manage to stay out of prison for a year? It's been difficult. Tell me stand up! These boys know exactly what they're doing. They're trying to raise a certain amount. That's my guess. Let's 
I've been working here for 32 episodes. Ain't nobody ever ordered nothing but T-bone steak and baked potato. Except this one asshole from New York tried to order trout back in 1987. We don't sell no goddamn trout. T-bone steak. So either you don't want corn on the cob or you don't want green beans. So what don't you want? <laughs> so, let's take you back. I wonder who that was. <laughs> Five years. Do you realise you said episodes? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 32 episodes, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. 33. Uh, well, this is... Oh, well, no, the 9th of March. So, yeah, let's go back. Five years, six months and five days to the 9th of September 2016. Okay. So... I was about two, three months in to having twin babies, so I can't remember much about this time frame. So it was good going back to find out exactly what happened around this time frame. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> so you hadn't kind of slept. I hadn't <laughs> slept at all. Yeah, I was, I was absolutely zombified. Um, sorry, we were absolutely zombified. <laughs> <laughs> um, Where's this around the corner? You can't, you can't yeah. <laughs> so. We're reviewing Hell or High Water. Uh, this is a David McKenzie directed film. So, Scottish director mm-hmm. went to Duncan and Jordanson. That was my trivia. Oh, Stolen. Feels very American for a Scotsman. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Hi. Um, he started the Sigma Film Production Company in Glasgow. So it's oh, what, sorry? Sigma. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's became. A meme on the internet, so you know the the chat is like kind of like the yeah the jock yeah, or something like yeah, that or yeah. like a, the alpha male yeah sigma is supposed to be like an advanced version of that it's oh. just totally taking the piss out of them like it's just like I'm a sigma male it's like so much higher than that right, okay. so that's <laughs> that's hilarious to me so, so that's what that's what the so he's so called it sig- sigma they did I wasn't having a director but they did make one movie that I want to see, it's on my list, it's called Red Road, mm-hmm. set in the Glasgow Tower Block. Mm. It's like a psychological uh, thing where this woman who is working on the CCTV spots somebody on the CCTV who's like from her past. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of as much as the blog goes into. But oh, yeah, well, yeah. you don't want to know more, do you, until you see no, it? No, that's yeah. it, yeah, don't, yeah, so. You've got the, you've got the. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. the boxes. Right, so, um, 9th of September 2016, we were celebrating Adam Sandler's 50th birthday. Yeah, of yes, we were. Grant's 56th. Yes, we were. And we weren't really celebrating this one, but Luger Modric is 31st. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, no, he was still playing, he was playing for Tottenham at that point. He was a bra player, bra player. <laughs> yeah. Um, Narcos season two was getting released on Netflix. We've got Stranger Things and Making a Murderer kicking about as well. Oh, that's what oh, was happening. That was yeah. Oh, so was that out in 2016? 2016, yeah. Netflix wow. was on fire then. Yeah. yeah. Making a Murderer, Stranger Things, and Narcos. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, and so, UK number one box office. Um, we are about to have a big festival about this in Dundee in the next year or so. Sausage Fest. 
Sausage Fest. Yeah. You want a Sausage Fest? The movie was Sausage Party. I don't know what movies you're uh, watching. Sausage Party. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Um, your dad's watching Sausage Fest. <laughs> what is Sausage Fest? <laughs> Christy's, Christy's not a Sausage Fest. We've had two funeral guests there. <laughs> so, Sausage Party. It's the ad adult animated. Um, movie with Seth Rogen is the sausage. Did any of watch it? Nah. It was pure disaster. Shit. I haven't seen it, but it was a disaster. Um, so in the UK, Hell or High Water um, came in at number seven. Okay. Uh, in the US, it was Sully. Uh, I like Tom Hanks one. Yeah, I like Sully. That was good. And Hell or High Water came in at eight. And then the song that we had was Closer Chain Smoker. So well, you remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. But, sorry, um, yeah, I've heard that one. It's just it's just a, a pop song that you've probably heard many right. times. That I don't even know. Yeah. It, but got nothing to say about Chainsmokers. Nothing to say. Um, I think I probably sung along to it. Uh, there's probably TikToks kicking about because I'm sure I heard it coming out of Bella's phone at some point. I'm thinking. I always I always think it's funny when Bobby goes up to Alexa and says, "Alexa, play TikTok songs." <laughs> <laughs> So many songs. Does actually? No, I'd be terrified to release a song nowadays because as soon as it's out there, you have no control. Mm. Suddenly, it's associated with a trend or a dance mm. that you had no part of, and then it's like it's just some Dad, god awful. What kind people. of song would you be uh, would you be releasing? I'm thinking I don't know, hardcore <laughs> gangster rap at least. Go around the streets of Fort Fiesta. <laughs> the main streets of the yeah. <laughs> See, there's your own line. Exactly, there yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that'd be terrible because then suddenly Susie was just some, like, oh, eat bleach to test or something like that. It's like, oh no, or the cinnamon challenge, or okay. <laughs> how many pickles can you fit your mouth at one time trend? Just like, like, oh no, I wish I didn't do this now. I really want you to get a song and I'll do a pickle challenge just to get that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all my stats for us getting in the mood and in the mindset. For I did ask it. Andy Weir about it. He said he'd only watched it once, mm -hmm. but he did remember it was really good. Sticks with you this film, I'd say. Quite no that good that he didn't cancel his holiday to Spain <laughs> to, come, to come and talk about it. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> was this the first time we all watched it? Was for me. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Was for me. I remember Tom had seen it when we mentioned that last pod. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I was not watching any movies. So Dan, take me back two weeks ago, and I've not had a clue about this film. Give me seven words. It's gonna. Okay. Bring it home. Uh, Darren. 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 I have I have two here, so I'll, I'll go for my best Ooh. one, and then I'll go for like. Oh, uh, come on! There's uh, bronze nipples up. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we'll look. God, count. Then. Six, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three,
Okay. A Robin Hood tale set in Texas. Mm -hmm. There's that one. And then. No serial bank robberies for old men. Ah, okay. Yeah, serial serial country yeah. for old men. Ah, I like that one. I, just, yeah. I think it's found. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I think it kind of wants to be. Yeah, yeah. Inspiration. Yeah. It's, it's got a, yeah, it's got that feel to it. I mean, it's got the yeah, long the, wide shots. That you got the, 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 the older sheriff not exactly too involved until later on and stuff like that. And then you see the main plot developing and that's where the action is. So. Good. Oh, yeah. so you yeah. should have ditched the first one. The second one was good. Second one was good. Oh. Yeah. Darren. 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 The, um, this was nominated for four Oscars. Oh. Okay. Best picture was won by Moonlight that year. Still not seen it. I really, I've been wanting to watch that. I was for been that sure. the, um, three stories tell along this one boy's life, yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, is that, that, I think that's the one, if I remember correctly, that was the whole Oscar controversy, because the wrong, if the name was called, I and, think they went right. up, and then the, I right, think right. the right one was, it was Midnight. Midnight. Yeah. And yeah, that's the thing with Oscar was best picture, 30 people are on the stage. Yeah. And uh, the director goes to me, it's like, that's not it, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember oh, that. that was, yeah. that was it's a because you're up there, you're taking pictures, you're like... And it's, it's the, wor it's the worst, worst way to win as well, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's the worst way to lose, and it's the worst way to win. Nobody you passing each other on the stairs, so you're yeah, just like... Nobody, nobody who, was it, who was it that read it out? Did they read it out wrong, or were they given the wrong Well, end? no, no, it was right I on it, because the envelope, the, that's how they, they found out it was wrong, but the thing is, with the Oscars, there's like... There's a person with the thing, they, they do it in tandem. So I have yeah, two yeah. lines, you have two lines. So then it's like, the winner is, and he's given to this old guy, and he just says the other film. I don't think he wanted this film to win or something. I don't know who it was, but. So what, really? Well, you I, like don't, a, I don't know mess up. Oh, sure. Unless it's got the list of the, the no, films No, no, it's just on like it. a. It's like, so, so these are the categories, and it well, reads like the nominees are is 1 1, and the. Than one one. It's one they, they know before, and then do the whole dramatic opening of the envelope. And Which should just have the one, one thing in it, yeah. yeah. It's in bold writing, I think. Yeah. So, I don't know what he's doing. Maybe he's just old and he's just like. You've got one oh. job there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's never like I've done it. Yeah. No quite at the Oscars, but I've done it. <laughs> Uh, it was the housing Oscars, mate. It was the housing Oscars. The house yeah. Oscars. So it was the housing Oscars, and um, yeah, I, I did my job. <laughs> <laughs> bolted off the stage. Exactly. Uh, Didn't say the wrong name, and got thirty people coming up thinking they won. Best supporting actor, Jeff Bridges was up for that, but somebody from Moonlight won on that end. Best original screenplay was won by Manchester by the Sea, and best film editing was Hacksaw Ridge. Mm. Oh, Hacksaw Ridge, very good film. Oh, Previously sure. reviewed. Mm. Um, You've, you, <laughs> I like that, Dad. Well I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Previously, oh no, nah, Christie's third nipple. You what? can hear it, <laughs> One of the <laughs> previous. I feel, I feel like I feel, I feel like we know them like that well because you, you kind of you do spend yeah. a bit of time on them. Yeah, yeah, we've been working so like, so. Yeah, it's an old friend. One of the last 16. It definitely was. A, a nipple. <laughs> yeah, it's up for a nipple. <laughs> <laughs> There's your episode title. <laughs> What's up for a nipple? Um, just still in the whole David McKenzie bit of HUD. Um, do you know any other films that he's made? No, no. Um, I young quite uh, look young on Adam Palum, Four Perfect Sense, Starved Up. 
Any of them ring a bell? No, I had a quick look at his IMDb as well, and I was kind of hoping that there was going to be a couple that was jumping to it. Um, but there was nothing that really... Oh, what was it? Was it David McKenzie? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go to casting. Right, Jeff Bridges kind of needs no introduction. Mm-hmm. Know him well as well, from Lebowski, obviously. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. On you go. Um, David McKenzie, Outlaw Kings. Outlaw Kings? Yes. Have you seen that, yeah? Um, that's a lot of people, well, a few people I know are actually in that movie. Because okay. they, cause they, um, they've done a big casting session in Dundee to get people for this movie, and the guy I went to school with, Darren Garvey, he's in it. He, they were looking for loads of kind of bearded, Viking-looking motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was, yeah. that's why I grew my beard. <laughs> Just in case this comes back around. If they're looking for a half Sudanese, half Scottish. Was what I say, yeah. <laughs> you lost them at Viking, though, did you? <laughs> Viking said it's sunbeds, man. Uh. Um, so, yeah, I'll look at I still, I've not watched it, but. Right. Okay. It's good because it's that's got um, Chris Pine in it as well. So, yeah. 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 so yeah. kind of pull, yeah, pulling in. Um, and it's got the Scottish base, so it might. Have to go back. We should do more Scottish films. Yeah, I think de- we we'll definitely do. We need schemers. Nah, we need more. We need yeah. more. Red Rose so one. Dave, uh, yeah. Dave McKenzie, you get doing some more. Was, um, oh, what's that? What's that one? There's, uh, there's Good Duke. Was that Scottish? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah. Uh, we need to do. Uh, is it filth? Filth. Yes. We need to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. I think and, we. And yeah, if people aren't wanting to put the these suggestions and I think we did might we just do um, no we, me and you just watched it didn't we but we just kind of spoke about it, the, the, the the dogs one the, the werewolf thing dog, oh, dog, dog soldiers. soldiers dog soldiers yeah that was good fun yeah. oh, I like that. That, was good, that was good yeah. fun yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's uh, good fun. That's what it is, yeah. yeah. Right, um, Chris Pine's Chris Pine. Loads of things. What have you seen him in? Um, it's more his big budget stuff like Star Trek and Wonder Woman stuff like that. More his more. So I'm J- glad to Jack see Jack Ryan. Do you watch that? No, no, but Jack Ryan. Yeah, I'm glad Jack to Ryan. see him in more of a focused character role instead of a big budget kind of mm. thing. So I don't feel like I've done him service because he was always just like. He's there, you know, he's yeah, he's there, yeah, yeah. And, he, and he's like he's good looking, and, yeah. and that's it, yeah. Chris uh, Ben Foster, not the not the goalkeeper. Not the, <laughs> what, uh, Does he have a YouTube channel? He's, he has like, the camera near his goal and everything like that. Have you seen? No, I'm pretty sure he does that. Yeah. What does he speak to it during the game? Oh, oh no, no, he just like shows it there, like, uploads clips of it. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he does loads of good stuff. Really? Masters, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, um, he, he was talking to one of the. Salah. He was like, oh, Salah took a penalty against us. And then he came up to us and said, oh, which side were you going to jump at? Because I just wanted to make sure that yeah. I was right with the way that I put, placed my penalty. Yeah. And yeah. said I was going to jump, but he just said, Salah, yeah. just walked away going, yeah, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen uh, on Twitter like a clip of someone scoring against Holy Shift, his camera. <laughs> 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 like, imagine that. And like six hours later, his computer, any is like, <laughs> well, he was in X Men Last Stand, apparently. Ben Foster. Huh? Yeah. Kind of I don't think it was a great part. Wasn't the Angels or Last something? Stand? Does that make a. Oh, Angel, yeah. He's a character with, well, with wings. Yeah. Like, uh, there's, the whole, there's the whole big deal yeah. with, like, um, then he gets a cure. 
there's a queue in the movie and he's ashamed that he has gigantic white wings but then he ends up breaking free and okay. liking it so. and then Gil Birmingham who plays um, Alberto in this he was in the Twilight Saga mm. and for any Johnny Depp fans out there G <laughs> uh, he was in The Lone Ranger and Rango what? yeah there's a lot of yeah. Oh. they're both kind of Texan films they are yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, it's been typecast, a, I think. Uh, there's <laughs> TV series Yellowstone. That's meant to be quite good. Right, okay. I've, I've heard that that's quite good. Um, uh, he's in that don't know well. much about it. No, I mean, but, yeah. Um, but I've seen The Lone Ranger. To be fair, I've seen I Rango. Yeah. I quite like Rango. Right. What was your favourite scene then, Dan? Uh, favourite scene um, is, is, well, yeah, it's between uh, kind of two, but I'll go for the, the, the main one. Um, it's the kind of talking to at the end between the conversation between Chris Pine and uh, Jeff Bridges, and this is after all the action and all the everything like that. And it's really what kind of the film is about. So it's like the uh, this post the all the money and the heist and all the the planning and the, the chasing and stuff. And it's really about the two retired people. I would say because consider. Chris Pine retired from his life of crime at that yeah. point and the Jeff Bridges is too old to continue so it is kind of like this uh, camaraderie yeah, camaraderie. camaraderie yeah and respect between the criminal or the outlaw and the sheriff isn't it and and it's, it's very kind of like a conversation and Jeff Bridges comes over just to understand why he did it and it's it comes just like tip of the heart yeah. kind of it's like right, I respect you yeah. you respect me I, I love how it's like how'd you do it uh, actually we know I'll figure it out yeah why did you do it because that is the because throughout the film they don't understand why Chris Pine would be wrapped up in it but he's been and so he good a, at understanding yeah. it or, or breaking it down and yeah. kind of not understanding what the reason mm-hmm. the, and he has, the method he's done yeah, yeah the method that's and I believe the woman who's taken over it, well, it takes the je- it takes the, the desk of Jeff Bridges is like oh yeah well he's clean he's done anything in his life he couldn't hold him he got nothing against him it's like there's no reason why oh so the bank are not going after him yeah because the yeah. they're tied into the and they're making well the they're both making each other a lot of money with the oil I think mm-hmm. how did you do it oh never mind I'll figure that out in time why why did you do it I know why your brother Tanner did it. He robbed them banks because he liked it. He shot my partner 300 yards away because he liked it and made him feel good. If I hadn't blown the shit for brains out, there'd be a new truck out front with jet skis and whatever else he could think to buy. He'd spend it all just to give him an excuse to steal some more. But not you. Uh, there's nothing new around here, except them pump decks, each one of them making you a month what you and your brother stole from all four banks combined. Help me understand that. Help me understand why four people died. So you can steal money that it don't seem you've spent, that it don't seem you need. You got a family? My partner had a family, a big one. They don't got no pump jacks in their backyard. I didn't kill your friend. Yes, you did. By setting this thing in motion. 
expect me to believe you dim-witted brother planned this? Oh no, this was smart. This was you. I've been poor my whole life. Told my parents, their parents before them. It's like a disease. Passing from generation to generation becomes a sickness. That's what it is. Infects every person you know. But not my boys. Not anymore. This is theirs now. Yeah, it's really just like this understanding that happens. It's a little, kind of a little bit tense. They don't know it's not all smooth sailing. But then as soon as he sees the family, Jeff Bridges sees the family, he's like, oh, I understand everything now. And he's just yeah. like, I'm going to get out your hair. And then it's like, so it's just like, uh, they have this kind of shared bond, but it is to this kind of like horrible thing, even though they both kind of got what they wanted. It's like, mm. you're never going to get rid of it. But we could both like take it e easy and like, take the pain out of it by talking to each other. See, I took that as a like, threat. Well, no, I like I thought it meant like ease your mind. Was like I'm no, it's no, it's a no, threat. Like no, it's it was something like I'll I'll put you put you to rest. I'll put you to rest. Yeah, and then he's just like no, no, no. I'll put you to rest. I'll make sure yeah. that you know how things are going to go. Yeah. But I'll meet you at this destination. Mm -hmm. If you want to, I didn't, and, I didn't take we'll, that as we'll, a, I and feel like we'll pick, yourself. I, didn't th uh, I thought it was putting your mind at ease. That was definitely I, I didn't see that. It was my it was my my favourite scene as well. But yeah, I got much more of the tension and in, in it than the like the camaraderie. There was that respect mm -hmm. there, but mm. I thought because like first of all I just liked that it. it wasn't a big like dramatic crescendo ending. Yeah, I, I didn't really need that. Um like the shootout was pretty dramatic, but yeah. you kinda knew once um Tanner had made his choice that he was gonna die. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, and there is that that was my other like best scene. It was right. that loving yeah, yeah. But, like, um, goodbye between them two, which was so his his death felt, wasn't yeah. a surprise in that. But um, mm -hmm. but the ten, you, I th th this could have been a shootout right there. Yeah, especially and I, and when that, he had that, the the, the because they both like, had their guns and he said, "Oh, I, I'll shoot you off this porch," <laughs> yeah. and he has yeah. a massive yeah. shotgun. But I think it's just like well, it's kind of. What's the saying? Speak softly and carry a big stick. Is that's why I felt like it was like, okay, oh, I've got this yeah. in case you start. It was something. nice that he offered them a beer and that, but it was just I've seen enough of these things where it's like it's the calm before the storm. The yeah, I, I felt like there was kind of like the anti that though, mm. and I felt like see with the film I mentioned, I know Country for Old Men. Uh, the point of that film is that um, Tommy Lee Jones can never understand that Anton Chigurh this thoughtless, mindless mm. psychopath that's just so efficient because it's not the outlaw cowboy that he's been fighting forever. But in this one, I felt it was the reverse of that. It's like, oh, you did it for your family. That's as old as time. I can understand that. So I respect that. And I'm not going to But he did you. He also said that, like, the guy you killed, not you, yeah, but yeah. you led, you, you, your, your, actually, yeah, your he, actions he, led to the... His respect in the he, fact that, that you are a, guilty. He, yeah, he had the kids, he had the family. Yeah, um, but he's not, he's not running up the, sh the, no, the no, sheriff no. and like, oh, he's still here. So I felt like there was like, okay, we're living this life, but I felt like that was the, his punishment. Well, put, this, put it this way, put it this way. Do you guilt, like, the guilt is his... Yeah. Do you, do you think that they, like, if this film has another half an hour, 
Do they meet up again? No, I, I don't think they ever take each other up on the offer, but I feel like it is a, a, a mm. kind gesture, but it's like, okay, you got what you wanted, and plus I figured it out, but you're going to live with the guilt of letting your yeah. brother die and that innocent people die. So I felt like that was the kind of his punishment instead of just being thrown into jail like every other. Yeah, movie, I, I, right. So I feel like you're living with this guilt, but you'll. I'll, I'll finish with it. the way I saw it was they, every word, word could have went another way. Every I was looking at like every hand movement in that as well, because mm-hmm. like where's his hand? Where's his gun? You know, is he going to pull it out? Um, that te- that tension was there, and he says, "Look, I, I don't live here. I live, there. I live." Um, in town. So yeah. if you want to continue this conversation, basically don't come here again. Mm. You yeah. want to, if you come, I'm taking gun to in, yeah. co- just come to where I live. Let's go where don't I, don't I, bring it here. Well, and yeah, yeah. I, I feel like yeah, so he does respect that this is the land that he's done the entire movie to protect. So Jeff Bridges isn't disrespectful at all, is what I'm kind of saying. And he's good mm. where he puts his hat on his boot, he's laying back on a porch, he's put himself in such a vulnerable relaxed, position. Yeah, yeah. Because he knows that, like, he's not going to cause any bloodshed that isn't warranted, or it can't be defended. Like, but, but I think just before that, he's kind of he's, he's out of the cops. He's he's, yeah. he's retired. He goes in. He's just, just like, doing he's it for his own really, peace of he's, mind. Yeah, he's, he's trying to understand want, why he's especially doing it. He's yeah. wanting to get this peace. Yeah. And the only way for him to get this peace is for him to actually go and just kind of speak to him and find out exactly yeah, the reasons. Uh, yeah. And. When as soon as he turns up, he turns up by a gun straight away. So he knows that he's turning up for a fight straight off the bat, and he and with him taking the gun out means that he's ready to die in that kind of circumstance because he knows that he's not going to back up. Mm-hmm. He's not got anything else. He's, he's just come here just to antagonise the situation mm-hmm. to try and get an answer that he wants because it's not going to. He's not going to be able to arrest the boy. He's not yeah. going to be able to do anything else. I don't think he's trying to antagonise. I think he is. I agree. He's doing for his peace he's, of mind, but I feel like it's more like it's like an like an inspector or something like that. He's not like a, a, like a gun blazing. Off, he's so also got right. nothing to lose. Yeah. For the whole film, they mentioned like ah, one, once you're out, the, once you're out the game, like you're fucked because yeah. you're not the guy to sit on a porch and fish. And, and yeah. he's not because as soon as he's retired, he was just he's the first thing that he wanted yeah, to do was to get back and just yeah, yeah. find all He's got no down. wife that's mentioned, no kids, no grandkids. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever yeah. mentioned. Yeah. So right, he yeah. is kind of lost. So I feel like that would dwell on his mind forever if he didn't find out. I and Chris Pine first happy to answer because he knows he's away, he got away with it and I feel there is a respect between yeah but to, I, I just like to answer my question I think the next time Jeff Bridges has a skin filled on them he's he's getting in his truck and, and he's paying a visit to I feel like it was just he, like he, a he wants to continue the conversation I feel like it was like this version this version of walking off into the sunset of like yeah. they're split ways but they both got what everything I'm glad wanted. it didn't go that way yeah but it, it did part of the reason I liked the scene is because it could have any minute mm-hmm. well I yeah think part of, well, they both fulfilled big, their duty I think that's a big reason why I liked the film because it's kind of gave you that mm-hmm. that aspect of it could go either way yeah I mean Alberto's could, death he, was yeah. a bit like that yeah but massively um, they both go. lost someone in it yeah mm. What was yours then, Tarek? Well, that was um, that was my first, last, uh, best scene. <laughs> uh, the second one that I've got was 
when Alberto and I think it's Marcus. Marcus. Yes. We're sitting in the cafe, uh, watching the bank, and he kind of just goes on his monologue about the caves. Yeah. And how the people, the land gets taken over, and and um, then your people come onto my land and take over my land, and then my people come on and so on and so on, and it kind of builds up to the banks then taking over our land. So just relax. Enjoy this little town. Do you want to live here? An old hardware store. It charges twice what Home Depot does. One restaurant with a rattlesnake for a waitress. And how is anybody supposed to make a living here? People have made a living here for 150 years. Well, people lived in caves for 150,000 years, but they don't do it no more. Well, maybe your people did. Your people did, too. Long time ago, your ancestors was the Indians. So someone came along and killed them, and broke them down, made you into one of them. 150 years ago, all this was my ancestors' land. Everything you could see, everything you saw yesterday, to the grandparents of these folks took it. And now it's been taken from them. Except it ain't no army doing it. It's those sons of bitches right there. I thought that was just really, there was a lot in that. Because, yeah. that, because that's, that's what this whole film was. It was a Cowboys, Cowboys and Indian movie. And you had that in almost every aspect of the each scene. Yeah. You had a good and a bad guy. And the bad guy always kind of, well, they were trying their best to be good. And mm -hmm. a lot of the circumstances. I mean, even the, the whole plot was amazing to kind of get, um, take from the bank and then pay the bank back. Pay the bank yeah. back. Yeah, really. Which good. was genius. But the fact that the bank, the was, big overlord, yeah. was actually taken from everybody. Yeah. Is the big. I've got the feel cool here. Yeah. You've got it all the way through the film where you've got the signs in the background saying uh, the for sale signs and there's mm -hmm. um, to let signs and. Well, even even right at the start, there was something. There was a sign at the very start. It was crossed from the bank, and it's something like three tours at Iraq. Yeah. And you still take my home or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Ah, yes. Um, there is such a so many kind of points. An inequality conversation, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I didn't expect that from like a, a western so it's, it's very very modern conversation as well we're talking about banks yeah. and stuff yeah, yeah. but yeah I, I really enjoyed that i have that in kind of my like uh there was it the favorite quote but yeah. i think yeah i think, I think like that's what you're talking about there the is like the, the, best, the good sorry. the bad and, and uh, like people trying to be good and that like this mm -hmm. whole film is like a or a lot of my answers are going to be contradictions yeah or, or at least um <laughs> no I, I, so it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's um it gives you it gives you tilts. It yeah. takes you you know that they're doing the wrong thing, but you're wanting them to do the right thing yeah. to get back at the big bad bank or I, I, back at the other person. Yeah. I see that a lot with Jeff Bridges and Alberto's friendship because oh, yeah, they, they're talking about the unrest of things from hundreds of years ago, but then somehow they're all playing like victim to this these corporations or these banks that are all really over them. It's oh. like like what like first of all, so what gives you the right to just take someone's land and then what gives you the right to own land and then make 
people pay for uh, the right to live there. It's like that's even crazier if you think about it. Like, I mean, and if it's not enough, well, then they give a predatory loan to this nineteen-year-old woman, and then when she can't pay for it, which is expected, they take her land from. It was in the will to Chris Prime, mm. and that that's something that was his and should be his and his family to go back to like the Indians and stuff is their family's land and it was taken from them so Chris Pine's land was taken from him technically right. just and it's just like it's crazy I mean, I mean the kind of parallels that they're mm-hmm. making yeah. in it it's, it's, yeah so this that um, scene kind of set it for me it kind of showed you exactly what the mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good for that. Another one I liked was when the the fucking the guy at the at the garage, um, who had the gun. Oh, the pedal station, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chris Pine just came up and battled him. Yeah, that was so satisfying. It was oh. so good as well. I watched it twice. I was like, right. Yeah. What did he, what did he say? Oh uh, no, because so he, um, said, so he says Chris Pine Tanner, went into the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tanner's just like he just, he just he's he's like hungover or whatever. He's lying back like that, and he just turns. And that's what he, he just looks at him. He's what like, yeah. "What are you looking at, motherfucker?" Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And what, what, what does he you say? you wish there was ten of me, or just, oh, no, something yeah. like so that? I yeah. beat you so, I beat up so much that you think there was ten of me. Yeah. And then right. he pulls out the, the gun and says, "Oh, what are you doing, that pussy?" And then Chris Pine comes out, takes him out, and just bars him. And for the first like half an hour, forty-five minutes, you see Tanner is the the post cannon. Yeah. And then you see, oh, Chris Pine's got a bit of oh, region as here. well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's so nonchalant, and it's like, oh, where's my Dr. Pepper? They didn't have any Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the Pepper. Back to being brothers again. Yeah. yeah. No, that's another good thing I like about this movie. It's like there is a brother relationship, and even though Tana went to jail for quite some time, it seems like they've just picked up again without. One thing, I, um, but films have got to do it, but the way that they, they retell a story, from like so when they're um, at the, f- the field or like a fence yeah, yeah, and they're kind of gazing yeah. up over the, the land and they tell the story about obviously the abusive father and, and who killed them uh, and why yeah. he killed them but that's not the way people speak especially when they've both lived it yeah yeah do you know what I mean oh it was nah, nine years ago yeah. today when our abusive stepfather beat you up so badly wasn't it it was like really yeah but he beat you up too yeah but then he beat up our mom. Yeah, well, you fucking know that. And then but, that's uh, when you stood up to him and shot him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then it would be like, <laughs> but then the conversation would be like, oh yeah, it's been a while since dad was here. Is like, yeah, I shot him. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, you shot him, you pack. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. So, um, I, I don't know how to do it. I don't write films, so. But yeah, it was it, pause, it's so it's so transparent yeah. that, and it's uh, it's a bit forced. That, that's I think it's a sign of a small cast because if you had someone else in there, they would tell a conversation to them, and that's yeah. be the first time mm. they're hearing it. Absolutely. But the first, yeah. but they never really talked to Jeff Bridges until the very end. Yeah. And so it's two people. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Bridges could have been looking at his file and yeah. saying all this to another cop. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but, but yeah, so if you're with person but it also B bonds in together the, like more yeah all the well, knowledge I the person A has served a few so purposes don't yeah. get me wrong but yeah but I think they really pushed that bonding between the two of them and they pushed that a bit too far for me because this mm. kind of feeds into my worst scene go for it then um, mm. and worst scene is them to see when they're, they're just sitting drinking on the porch and then they get up and start doing the pure like the horse the horse play that you can, I think that teenage boys would do 
There's no need for this. You've built up the bond. They're brothers. You don't really need to add too much more into it. They've mm-hmm. done plenty throughout it. Why did they have to add in the kind of, oh, I'll play TIG with you or we'll go and, we'll go and do this wee fucking dodgy play fight? Yeah. Fuck off. Because they're yeah. and men and they've got to wrestle each other, you know what I mean? They got always, to throw each other around the ranch. It's edging broke back mountainish. I was like, oh, yeah. and then fucking with the incest. I was like, oh, no. Just so what I never thought I heard of this. <laughs> but, um, my, my worst scene was a bit forced as well. It was the Comanche one. So it's when yeah. he's in the casino yeah, and he's sitting playing cards at the table with a, a Native American. I thought, I thought that was going to be a disguised Alberto, or maybe it was. Did wasn't. you? Right. I felt like he was there, like trying to. Or sorry, I felt like he's going to rip off the. Because it was very, like. It was a huge haircut <laughs> and a wig and a beard yeah, and everything like yeah. that. So I felt like you spied on him. It was Alberto the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I felt like. Scooby doing the but I just felt like yeah, offended this guy now, but I felt like just a, such a fake kind of uh, hair. <laughs> I like it did look really off. fake, actually, that hair. Oh, my, my problem was like, you're not stereotypical enough, was, mate. Get this, get this beard. He was antagonising him to the point where the guy and they faced off to each other, mm-hmm. and then yeah. there was just like it was a bit of a letdown. And I and I thought, like, okay, the only way that that works is if you've pissed him off enough. No, that that's going to come back and bite you on the ass. Because yeah. there's a few things he does. He just goes pissing people off to pissing people off, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Making like little mistakes, little yeah. mistakes here and there. And I it's thought one of these is going to be the one yeah. that you regret. Mm-hmm. All right. But that could have been a good scene where they beat, they beat each other up and then they attract unwanted police attention in that casino, which has been their kind of MO. So, in case anyone see that, so they steal low amounts of money, they don't go into the vault of these banks. They go to a casino, exchange it for chips because they're like tracked bills, they can know the serial numbers of them. Wait a couple hours. And by the time that money's been dispersed because all the other people, and so they get clean bills back, which is the same amount. So yeah, it would have been good if they had that bit of tension in the casino, and they could have had that point where they might have lost a couple of thousand, yeah. and then have had to rob another bank really quickly because they lost that money. But it's just like yeah, yeah, it was a bit of a. I, 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 I was quite, but this is quick way to money launder and then just kind of get myself back up on top. And That's one of my grinds my gears, is how easy it was to, to, to do that. Because it's small amounts. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, I've seen, no talking, I'm, like, I've seen Ozark. <laughs> I'm in the middle of watching Ozark. I'm in season three of Ozark, where it's all casinos and laundering yeah. and so, chip counts. Yeah. And any money that's like over a certain amount, like the IRS gets notified. The over a hundred dollars. I, I thought it was a thousand. No, no, they had, they had no, hundred, the hundred dollar bills. No, 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 not that. No, no. I mean, I mean the total. I mean the total. I mean the total amount of money you check into a casino. Like, yeah. see, see you, see you win big. Yeah. And then, then you, you put your chips in, mm-hmm. and yeah. then they give you money. Uh-huh. Like if that's over a certain amount, then you've got the that. casino yeah, yeah. has to notify people. Right. What, what about if you go in there with a large amount of money? Is that well, the same as well? Well, you think that so. Was their deal, wasn't you think it? so, would you? So their deal was, was to hand over money. Uh, get chips, play a couple, and then hand the thing, thing and then yeah. get clean oh. money. Too easy. Do you think? Too do you easy. think? Well, yeah. well, I'm not going into logic about it, but the casino probably thought, "Oh, that's a net loss for them." Who cares? Because <laughs> they they were throwing chips down. Yeah, I just yeah. like I think um, um, if it was that easy, everybody like, would, would, do it, would, yeah. would do it. 
and then the, the, men, the loophole would be closed and then yeah. you can't do it so oh, that's yeah. it there's, yeah. there's definitely no be again they, they, they were just going to like try to do I'm it not quickly, asking yeah. you to answer that I'm just saying that's uh, it's a good point though if, you, if you're looking into it with Ozark and stuff if but, you're looking into London money Kieran yeah. then <laughs> Well, yeah. Ozark, Ozark is like four seasons about London money. Yeah. This, this is a half an hour little bit about London money. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's going to be yeah. a bit more accurate than the other. Let's put it that way. Um, so, like, uh, just to go back to my worst scene, um, when so yeah, I was on about him, and I thought that's that's the final straw because it never went to anything. I thought that's going to come back and bite you on the arse later. But yeah. really, the payoff was that when he was in the shootout. He said, "I'm the Comanche. I'm yeah. the king of the fields, or so something like that." Yeah, no, um, Comanche means enemy of everyone. Yeah, but what did he say? I'm the god of the plains. Is that what he says? Yeah, Some, something like plains, Comanche. Uh, king, uh, no, he said there's Comanche. King of the plains, plains, is it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And like, so that was the reason for that scene, just for him to do that. That's well, even more I, I weird. think well, because he's, so, he's surrounded yeah. by police and civilians that he's managed to piss off. So he was the enemy of, of everyone, oh, I suppose. But that yeah, is weird. Still, still. It, I think that's an example of writing backwards, where you want to mm. have something, yeah, and you're like. How do we get this in? <laughs> yes, for for me, he could have if they didn't have the argument with the the Native American and he didn't stand and say I'm the god of the king of the plains. Mm -hmm. Then nothing changes in the movie. In mm -hmm. fact, it's probably better for it. So, yeah. Um, my worst scene is my annoy Tarig as his favorite coat was in there, but the old lady <laughs> at the restaurant just forcing orders. It just didn't do anything for me. It was just. Uh, Further that was out there, absolute like, oh, traditional uh, Texas. Was that just like a, a, a culture thing? Yeah, Texas oh, yeah. man. Yeah, well, it was just like, oh, can I have this? Now you're not getting it. We're having this. I'm like, all right, that was five minutes. <laughs> and, the and the fact that the both of them just kind of took it on board, they were just like, yeah, this yeah. Is, is exactly how we we are expected to be served at a place like this. We, yeah. we should be. Kind of told I, I was well, expecting more of the other scene where at the diner with the kind of hospitality. Then I know this was a lot older women, and it was I don't think it was as popular as a restaurant. Is it, 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 it a bit, a bit more yeah. of a uh, empty town as well? Yeah, yeah. So maybe that was the. So, what's the plan? We're gonna watch that bank like a deer feeder. In time, we'll be right. Now let's see what they got to eat here. Howdy, ma'am. How you doing today? Hot, and I don't mean the good kind. So what don't you want? Pardon? What don't you want? Oh, well, uh, I think I'll just, uh... You know, I've been working here for 44 years. Ain't nobody ever ordered nothing but T-bone steak and a baked potato. Except this one asshole from New York. Tried to order trout back in 1987. We don't sell no goddamn trout. T-bone steaks. So either you don't want the corn on the cob, or you don't want the green beans. So what don't you want? I don't want green beans. I don't want green beans either. Steaks cooked medium rare. Can I get my steak cooked that just a want no question. All right. Iced tea for you boys. Iced tea be great. Iced tea, yeah, thank you, ma'am. Uh-huh. 
Well, I'll tell you one thing. Nobody's gonna rob this son of a bitch. <laughs> my word. In fact, I'm going for more of the popular. But that's the in my mind. That's that's part of the whole contradiction of this. It's like sometimes you can look at that and think, well, that kind of attitude, fair enough. You know, you got to respect it. Yeah. Other I times you've got a fucking empty cafe, missus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's, let's change this up if we that and actually. Did you see? Did you see what the cafe was called? No. no. T-bone cafe. <laughs> <laughs> they go fair, you know what? I go give her some respect. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. I, I, he orders trout at a tea bone cafe. <laughs> some asshole. Yeah. He orders trout at a tea bone cafe. Somebody that's no coming back. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, even right at the end of that scene, where the kind yeah. of the, the joke is, it's like, um, well, nobody's nobody's going to fucking. Rob this place, aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah they're yeah. not fucking making any money from this shit. Yeah. But, uh, and that just kind of adds into their kind of their camaraderie because all the way kind of through it, you've always got him dissing, slagging him for being Indian, mm -hmm. which Mexican, uh, Mexican, Mexican and Indian. He, yeah, said, he doesn't even get to the Indian jokes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the, the no, it was the other way around, is it? You know, he does no, get the Indian jokes, he doesn't get to the Mexican jokes. Yeah, yeah, that's right, sorry. Uh, I think he makes one joke about football or soccer. Yeah. And I think it's all the way through it. I wouldn't say it's um, aged well or, or aged worse. It's just the way that it's done is done mm -hmm. really well. Because it, when they're yeah. in a hotel and he's slagging them off and he turns around and he's just like, oh, yeah, just fuck off. Yeah. So I've had enough of this, and then he just kind of throws mm -hmm. it, throws something at him, and just leaves. He's kind of got a wee sly smile on his face. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, you're right. I will actually miss you slagging yeah. the fuck out of me. And that's and such like uh, a dramatic kind of switch up because uh, the whole film is Jeff Bridges talking about, oh, I'm going to die when I'm past, or I can't do this. I got and Alberto gets shot. It's like, oh, you really, you really thought that was going to be the other. I mean, not the other way around. I don't think he would die on screen, but you think he would go first. And so, and then you see him caring for him. It's like, oh, Aye. crap, yeah. Well, that's, I may as well say it now, but that was my other grinds my gears, was the racist jokes. Like, not the fact that it was a racist joke, mm -hmm. or two, or three, but probably because it was about six. Just yeah. the sheer overkill, because it changed, for me, uh, from banter, because it was all one-sided. It was all one-sided, yeah. but... And that's not For necessarily me, an equal it's, partnership. It's, it's an aged kind of racial racial joke. He's an old so old he's, Texan, he's an old you know. old Texan oh, I know, guy. I know. And they would and that's the type of attitude that they would always have. But so it, it was it was true to the character. Do you know how it got in the way of it was a bit, it was friendship? A bit like because it, it was to me it, start, start, it started to come across there. it started to come across as Purple, small yeah. No, it's just small minded on yeah. on Jeff Bridges' part. Oh, but he was a dick for then, hundred percent. But like, like, when, when's it become I think like the character was still yeah. it was still right for the character to yeah, be like, like one or two when it was just generalizations, like, okay, I can understand it, but when it was like getting in the way of his like I think he did a dig at him and his race and his job as well. Oh you wouldn't be able to catch anything, blah blah blah. Uh, I was like, that's unnecessary. He's working just as hard as on this as here, you know. When and it's something so ridiculous, and I can understand it's something targeted that it's like, okay, that's different, that's mm. personal at that point. Yeah. He was bossing about loads as well. Yeah. He was just kind of like, right, go and get the, go and try and get the um, tips from, 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 from the waiters. Uh, yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. That's funny because he set, it, that was kind of funny because he set him up because he just had yeah, a whole conversation yeah, yeah. where he lost that battle of us that he was like, 
Yeah, go get that. <laughs> just no. I didn't lose. like Jeff Bridges. Well, this is like, much no. throughout this. Th- this when I was thinking about that, I thought about this movie as a whole, and maybe that's mm. just one of the themes. This kind of two two sort of like black yeah, and white bl- edges yeah, blurring, because exactly. mm. he's a dick in, in the film, right? Yeah. But he's smart, and mm-hmm. I think Jeff Bridges plays it very well. And he does have these moments like uh, I think when Alberto dies, that was pretty. Um, like w- well acted by Jeff Bridges, he oh. was pretty good. And then when he actually shoots yeah. the the brother Tanner, uh, I think he's kind of like grief comes out a bit there as well. Mm. I didn't see the. Sh- I didn't think that he was going to get shot at that point. No, it was a, quite a shock. So then yeah. you think, well, why not? They're getting shot at. Somebody's going. Nearly every film, cover behind anything. It could be a yeah. pillow, a, a table, it's a fucking force field. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a force field. But then. <laughs> As a police car, you're thinking, okay, that's that's yeah. they're stronger than your average movie hiding behind item. Yeah, and then boom, it's like, oh crap! And, and then you've got like the brothers have like, a shit hot plan mm-hmm. to pay the bank back with its own money, but they mm. kill people when they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas, it's love it or leave it attitude could be admired, uh, yeah, but the, uh, well, well, yeah, it's a very you see a generation of people just saying, well, fuck it, I'm not going to live somewhere else where I didn't get shot at, yeah. where I didn't like go to. Uh, a yeah. bank and there's like half the people in there have got guns and just waiting for that moment to use it yeah there's, there's a joke in this of a study where they break into a house accidentally and they find out the people are in a southern and they're like oh these the southerners wake up every day praying that somebody breaks into their house yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. because they, they have a, an excuse to use their shiny gun but and that, that's why usually they again explain the film uh they break into the uh, a, bank on opening minute mm. there's like little to no foot traffic it's usually these dead towns then one they end up going was it inconvenience or something like that they go in there like midday and there's like like 10 15 people there mm-hmm. and it's like oh god and all these people they try to be a hero and that's the civilian convoy <laughs> that ends up chasing after <laughs> you think well, like there was, there was a guy that's pulling a gun as yeah. well and you think after he's, he's left, like, okay, that's the place. It's like, no, I'm going to get nah. the boys. We're going to get our trucks yeah. and we're going to yeah. chase the bent robber. <laughs> yeah, there's so much uh, vigilantism in this that they've set up right from the start, haven't they? Oh, everyone's a cowboy, isn't yeah. it? So, Spill guns to America. Yeah. So, Daz, favourite quote? Quotes. Um, Let's take one. Um, I think it's after Chris Pine is. Uh, Offered, accepted by her, um, solicited maybe by this uh, prostitute, and then the the guy realizes what his brother comes on and realizes what's going on and starts this whole big scene, mm. and then they break it up and they go away. And Chris Pine says, "How the fuck did you manage to stay out of prison for a year?" <laughs> and I was like, "It's been difficult." <laughs> and I think that sums up the relationship well. It's like Chris Pine's the cool head, and this guy's like the, the trying to struggle to get by, mm. Tanner. No, I like that definitely. That was that was going to be that was in there. Have mm-hmm. you got any more? I've got a couple. Right, I've got tweakers don't t- sleep; they just tweak. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, and um, Tanner when they're in the car, I think they're coming home from a robbery, and he's like, "Slow down, you know, just do the speed limit." He said, "I ain't speeding." 
but it reminded me of Walter from the Big Lebowski when he's like, I'm calm, I'm calmer than you are. Yeah. <laughs> like, I ain't speeding, I ain't speeding. <laughs> you fucking are speeding. Can you see your speed? <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't speeding. I ain't speeding. There was another one uh, was, you need to be sober. Who the hell gets drunk off a beer? Dad, come let's go. That's a taxi driver. <laughs> then um, when he was chatting up the um, girl behind the desk, the clerk mm. in the hotel, and on your last days in the nursing home, you'll think of me and giggle. <laughs> I thought I was, I was like, yeah, good job, like. <laughs> What is aged best about the movie? I went, um, maybe the Western genre has this kind of revived it mm. but it's Yeah, it's, it's evolving. It's I think. not, yeah, it's it not a genre I would have sought out to spend any time. No, never. I, I, I would I watch an old Cowboy Mirror too, just to kind of like get that vibe, but I, I like well, it. Kinda, which ones? I don't know. Uh, what's the um, what's the ones like the fistful dollars like Clint Eastwood and stuff right. like that. I don't know if that was the ones I'd probably do that to get the best feel. But like you can see like the modern ones like No Country for Old Men or like um, this one or what's the other one like Rango or something Sitario like that. Was, um, another one oh, I heard a lot of that. Same like. writer from this. Wrote so I'm just I'm just reminded of some of the some of the shootouts from the old western as well. The guys <laughs> just go. Yeah, <laughs> just like fall on ninety degree angles. Yeah, yeah, I'm dead. Prefer that you prefer that to like the big plot parts of Marvel. Yeah, nah, yeah, just probably lasers like everywhere the on the slapstick screen. ones. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah, just the guys like shoot, <laughs> falling before the guns went off and stuff. Yeah, I love yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Can't get better than that. <laughs> but I always find these categories hard to answer. Age um, best, age, especially age when best they're like only worst, five years ago or something. Yeah, it, it can be quite a difficult one. Um, f for me, the age best, much the same as the cowboy versus in uh, Indians, bank versus people. It's kind of oh, the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's you can see it all the way through the movie. They, they tried as well to mirror the brothers' relationship to the the two cops, didn't they? At times. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I, I didn't uh, even think about that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a couple of scenes where yeah. they actually kind of went through the same sort of things. But I, I do like that that mm. these people from all different backgrounds are all having the same conversations about the same things and not even like knowing it. Mm. And what I did like is their lawyer as well. Where you think he's probably a fat cat as well. He's like probably getting screwed over by the bank as well. So he's the one that's helping them and is saying, "Here, you should also get them to pay." Like the, the trust as well. And no, stuff. hold the trust with hold them. The trust so now, with now they've got a stake in, in yeah. this thing going on. Yeah, so uh, the fact that this guy and lawyers are not only portrayed as like quite shady in films he, and stuff like he's also tried to stick it to the man as well. Yeah, he was and almost so, my favourite minor character. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But he referenced the title of the movie so he can do one like. I like that wee bit. Nah. What, what was it again? For hell or high water, you yeah, get, no, yeah, you yeah. get, you, you get to the it. bank on that so, Oh, he said yeah. it. It's like, ah, he said oh, it. He says the Peter like, Griffin thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Mick Foley, you know. Yeah. Just right. saying the name of the town where he is. And it's just, <laughs> <laughs> you can't love it, though. <laughs> See, in the 90s, you used to always get the name of the, name of the movie in the, yeah. the coming out of a character, but they always say it. 
Kommer yeah. du hver dag, oh, yeah. så. <laughs> <laughs> så får vi jo det. Men ja, det er father guy better and it's like, there's a couple of examples and it's like, and the other like, that's why I'm Superman 4, the quest for peace. <laughs> <laughs> So it doesn't make sense. <laughs> God. Uh-huh. Are you the same, much the same lines then? Yeah, kind of like the shared view because all these different cars with different backgrounds just all like thinking uh, we're kind of all powerless. And it used to be, I think Texas, like freedom, it's wide open plains. You, you, wherever you want to go out, you can get it. Mm. But this, everyone, everyone's beholden to this faceless bank. Yeah. And they all they own all your stuff, and you're paying for them for the the privilege to own your own thing. <laughs> so in, in Age of the Worst, I've kind of like looked at it a different way. Mm-hmm. We think of things that have like, oh, you wouldn't get away with that now, sort of thing. Yeah, as, mm-hmm. as something that's aged. I'm thinking it's something that just looks old. Uh, Texas and Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're touching Jeff Bridges. Man. Just like the and old and fucking. <laughs> In this, he like, he can barely walk straight. He looks in oh. pain standing mm. up. Uh, um, Is he really sitting down? I wouldn't have liked these chances if he if the car that he parked from between him and the house was like a, a few more yards. <laughs> oh yeah, he gets to the uh, face. Uh, Thank God you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Can't come back again. Yeah. He died a heart attack. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. Um, that's true. Oh. I I didn't have anything. I couldn't really like you know. Yeah, like and, and Texas again. Uh, Texas yeah. like needs to modernise or die like. That was that was my. Well, I feel like that's again with the film. It's like these moralizations are killing this place as well. Mm. Like yeah. no one, no no one can have a house anymore because the the modernized banks are just foreclosing and all these places that I don't know used to be kind of wild and free are now just dying in front of your eyes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mind was the, the misogyny of kind of Jeff Bridges' character a wee bit when he was talking to the waitress. Oh, not sure if it was just the way he was looking or what, but it looked like he was looking. Down, he looked down the top a wee bit to say, "Oh, so how much did he tip you?" And kind of picking up on that type of fact, and then just, I mean, yeah, the same thing that we've said. He's racist comments, although there are, I do like them building the character. Yeah, too many racist comments. Still sticking. So you had a, a joke book or something like that. How do you know uh, so many? Yeah, uh, there's. There's a line, and I thought it was it was pretty much on the line, but the misogyny and stuff like that, that, that kind of feel a wee bit too aged. No one he's alone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, these guys are okay, like you're saying, it paints a character, a realistic character, but you spend five minutes with somebody like that, you think, oh, you think of a crime. Yeah. Jesus, man. That's the, that's the Be smart family member you don't visit until yeah. one over at Christmas. Yeah. So, like. <laughs> I used to go with my granddad's all the time. <laughs> Um, this um, best minor character, I'll go with your waitress, the T-bone lady. Right, cool. Yeah, she cool, was she cool, was cool. mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like didn't like her, but she is the best minor character in it. I, I, like I, as you say, I didn't want to turn up to a place like that. I didn't want to go yeah. to Texas. Right. I didn't want to go to a cafe like that and get told what to order. I didn't yeah. want any of that. I didn't want to sit in fear that some guy might just take a look at it, I've got the wrong light and pull out a gun. Yeah, none of this shit I like, but. As far as this goes, like <laughs> T-bone steaks, medium rare. That wasn't a question. That, that <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to pack what kind of what uh, kind of steak. Was. Um, I have the menu. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she she was like, I got the feeling that 
like they had <laughs> they had tomato sauce on the table and I got the feeling if one of them went for it she would have fucking yeah. bit their hand off I want to use that since the 70s <laughs> <though>. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like she's pure droopy in her like oh, nature yeah, yeah. and her character and everything she, she felt like a character that um, she's she's no addition she, it was kind of like they've went, the, the, they've on went location. into a cafe yeah, yeah on, on location least. type character yeah that's a good oh, point aye she feels she feels too genuine to yeah to be acted well the, I'll challenge your uh, old lady and I'll go for the <laughs> name of the heckler at the diner so this is when Chris uh, Tanner's went and robbed the bank and they come back and they, and uh, Chris Pine's talking to the waitress but they've gone Mm. And so Jeff Bridges comes in and he can't get anything out of the, the waitress. And there's just this guy that's just mocking him relentlessly. Ah, the, the old timer. Uh, yeah, the old timer. <laughs> <laughs> and so Jeff Bridges is like, What's your problem, man? <laughs> and he comes in and he's like, Oh, yeah, I've got a problem. I'll tell you some information, but that's all you're getting out of me. <laughs> and then when the Alberto comes in, uh, Jeff Bridges just like pawns him off. He's like, uh, Hi, he's going to get nothing from her. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, He's having the time of his life. He was just people uh, watching. Now he's involved with the police. This is. Definitely. He's a story that he'll, he'll tell for 20 years. He even says he's like, oh, what, the bank that's been robbing me for the last yeah, 20 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> exactly, that's another shared well, view on that. His, his, his um, um, credited as the old timer. Mm. Because there's no huge cast, the, I was kind of looking through it. Yeah. There's only like 20 people credited or something. Yeah, and there's the old I timer. I called him the, the heckler. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> there's a set going on and he's just interjected yeah. himself into this. <laughs> Explains nothing and then leaves. <laughs> uh, um, mine was well, it was the old bat, uh, old bat waitress, yeah, yeah. Um, or the bank clerk. You see the one right at the start where she was. Oh yeah, oh yeah. she was good. She was quite good. Aye, because she was kind of fighting back, and then she was just like, "What are you doing? You're st stupid, man! Yeah, yeah. What's the point in this?" Um, yeah. But yeah, I felt natural as well. Where it's just like, "Oh, when my boss gets here." You're yeah, gonna feel, exactly. you're gonna be in deep shit. <laughs> yeah. But then he turns on and he's like, oh, "Fuck, you mm -hmm. sit down, lay down the wall with her." But I, okay, I've I've grounded it, grounded, gr <laughs> grounded, 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 gr grounded enough gears. Um, yeah, I'm already worn out here. Maybe maybe a slight one, but it reminds me of the Lupo or something. I might might be wrong. Maybe it's in the property, but you know how they bury all their cars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, like a couple of hours later, they got these oil pumps that need some digging into the ground. I bet they're like, "Please don't go over here, yeah, please." What are we doing? Don't yeah. go in these cars that yeah. connect us to a bunch yeah. of bank robberies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah, that's yeah. easily avoided if it's inside their property, like around the fence, and maybe the oil pumps are on the outside. Yeah, but yeah. I just felt like but someone had, like Chris Pine had to say, "Well, where should I bury those cars again?" Yeah. Like, put yeah. <laughs> Somebody yeah, put a tree on top of them. <laughs> Well, did did he not, know I'm about the oil, oil fields? Get some petrol. Yeah, he knew about the oil fields. Because so, he goes and tells his uh, son yeah. about them and stuff like so that. So imagine then that he would maybe be aware of kind of where they were, maybe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't see it as like a, a plot hole or anything. It would be a funny just character circumstance oh, yeah. that we never saw on screen. And he's yeah. like, oh, I'm not, I'm not finding oil here. All here is this metallic banging. He's like, oh, please don't go in there. Don't go there. Getting shades um, of Ozark there as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're right into Ozark. Get Ozark for you from this. Yeah. <laughs> um, a wee bit of trivia Go for was it. it wasn't actually shot in Texas. No, it was uh, New Mexico. New Mexico, yes. Mm -hmm. Cool. 
the no, so actually, set in New Mexico because they're just kind of a border away. So, uh, you so you were still getting the nice big walls. So all, all Jeff Bridges' comments were actually like unfounded there because <laughs> like, he was the the minority. <laughs> if anything, right? Who wins the movie? I might be a bit of a geek and say the cinematography. Yeah, geek. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think it's a. Uh, it's uh, kind of like a, a great market, you know what I mean? Like, there's oh, yeah. easy some there's like easy pickings for the the, the people. Just just film over there. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah, it's yeah so exactly. It's, it's great, nah, great yeah. like uh, scene setting, like dead mm. rugged kind of landscapes. Mm. Yeah, and I did love the scene where the the kind of the cowboy was actually bringing the the cattle all the way through. Oh, mm-hmm. What's it called? Yeah. Been traveling the cattle. Herding. Herding. Yeah, because there was there was there was a fire or something yeah, burning yeah. through the thing. There's, n- there's another word for it, but doesn't matter. Um, because he kind of even modernises that. Going, uh, I can't believe my kids don't want to do this type of job mm-hmm. because yeah. it's fucking shit. Anyway. To, to me, again, that was, part of, that was yeah. part of the whole like law- lawlessness of the thing. There's a yeah. fire. Who do you call? Who, who are you going and to call? Like, well, yeah. there's nobody around there's, here. There's nobody yeah, going exactly. to deal with that himself. That's. Again, scary with the vastness of like open know, space, I, yeah. Open yeah, space, yeah. It's basically Texas, but yeah, open space. A lot of it reminded me of uh, season one of True Detective. That's Matthew McConaughey one. Mm. I've never got all the way yeah, through. Yeah, really, really, so. that's a bit darker and, and grittier, but again, it's just like this dry, dusty fucking place that, you know. Anything that grows has got to be tough as fucking yeah. old bits, you know. Um, a lot of that, um, yeah. Again, just like the constant reminder of people that are willing to and able to shoot first and ask questions later. Um, all all that, all, all that scene setting. Um, I've never really spoke about the music either. Like, I'm not a massive fan of country music. Mm. A lot of it, I think I can just write that. It seems so easy. It no, it's just, uh, they just write their daily routine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't in your Got face, Got up though. this morning, <laughs> brushed my teeth. <laughs> put yeah. two socks on <laughs> and a boot. <laughs> Couldn't find the other one. Uh. <laughs> so, we go down, we'll do some country music. That's right. Country rap, that's <laughs> country the next. Country yeah. rap, oh, nearly. Yeah. That's how to modernise, they go. It's, it's all come full circle here. What rhymes with fiesta? <laughs> siesta. Siesta. There you go. Good. We're getting Five something. Okay. <laughs> um, my wins the movie. Uh, it's who it actually is does win the movie. It's Chris Pine's character. Mm-hmm. He kind of well. He goes through some hard times, loses people. He has guilt that will travel with him, but. He, he does have the mentality of I, w- I want to provide any means necessary so and he does so he gets mm. his land but gives it to his family even if he's not going to be around as like a a husband of five usually you think in films he wins the wife back and it's like oh it's all yeah, happy exactly. days. he's just going to be a man in their life that will look after the ranch and Raise the sons, but he's not going to be. He doesn't necessarily there, even yeah. want the love or respect for his yeah. kids, really. He's I just, think that's he him winding up as well. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, well, I'll take that on the chin and mm. not just act like everything's fine. Well, how many guys, what it does well as well is how many guys in his situation, like abusive father, yeah. um, 
trapped mother, family history, poverty. How many in that situation would just say, right, I'll write off my life, sacrifice myself yeah. right. to break the chain? Yeah. And, and, and so you offered them this opportunity. But there was just debt in a heartbeat because they've got nothing to lose. Mm. And so uh, he did. And then he, uh, yeah, yeah, he doesn't want himself to become that as well. So I think that's yeah. why he's happy. He's taking a step back and he's like, well... Well, he doesn't want to make a career out of it. No, he's done no, 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 he's, 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 like he's, not, he's not moved straight back in yeah. and into a place where he can just develop into a bad person. He's like, okay, I've provided. I'll let you guys go. I've done what I've needed to do. So I would say he, he wins in that respect and he's still alive. So. No, I was, I was much the same. Um, but more for the fact that they screwed over the bank. Yes, <laughs> with the money from the bank, and that's that whole cycle just wins the movie. Mm -hmm. The whole, mm -hmm. yeah, um, I think. And the band tried to get out of it as so, well. It's the, just so well done. I mean, yeah, the, the, the concept of that is just kind of the whole oh, the whole movie is. Um, so the, I watched that thing about well, the director talked about it. He said he takes the, that one concept and then just kind of build on built on it. He was like, so what if you got into the bank for a lot of money and you had to pay them back but then you stole money from the bank and paid them back with that and then he just he took that one concept and yeah. just built the whole movie around that concept and it's just like that's fucking brilliant the way yeah. that he's done it um, and there's so many different fucking tangents that you take, can take it and mm -hmm. does it well yeah definitely does it and does it so fucking but it, there is a scene because the lawyers like like press them to do it today because that's the day that they've to do it mm. on and tell him to f fax me and pre-pression it and that he's still trying to find a loophole yeah, isn't he? Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. sneaky bastard like, you bastard <laughs> <laughs> I was like just fucking do it mate I'll, I'll wait here approaching Michael Caine's level of cunt because <laughs> <laughs> he must know that this land is worth so much money as well uh, yeah you know they are prospectors just as much as fucking anybody uh, right? definitely yeah. and the fact that it takes specialist not wow. specialist knowledge of the lawyer yeah. to know that they'll try to wiggle out of it if it's a standard person they're like okay i trust you and they get conned so uh, it takes that lawyer's knowledge to help them to get what they want in the end all right no i like that okay <laughs> so how much did you like it like it enough to to buy it uh, that's a good question, isn't it? That's no. a very good question. I'm, I'm good at these. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good, a good question. I would say I would rewatch it. Would you? Yeah, I would so, rewatch it. So is that by territory then? Uh, no, I just rewatch. You just rewatch. Yeah. That's not really. It's a middle. It's a middle. It's you burn watch by. Burn watch by, but and like, watch. So watch someone's again. So, well, barman over there, right? He's not seen it. Would you recommend him to watch it? Or would you recommend him to buy it? I'd recommend him to watch it. To watch it, you need to, to watch it. it. Yeah, and, I'd, and I'd, I'd then go along and sit there and re-watch it. So you invite yeah. yourself to his house I'd, and then yeah. watch it. <laughs> if I'm telling you to watch something, I'm coming along. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, I'd, I'd watch it. I'd yeah. say it. I feel it's prime to watch today. And I was trying to describe it to my mum, but uh, every way I could, I was making it sound too action-y. So I feel like no, it's far were, from that. Yeah, mm. if you're saying someone is, is kind of more of a slow pace, but it doesn't mean it's boring. Yeah. So yeah. if you're like it's this film where these people go bank robberies and pay them like their money back, you're thinking like but it's action, action, action. But it's a hard sell. Yeah, it's a, it a really hard sell. This one. I like the film, but it is 
Do you I don't know what you're getting into. Yeah. Do you want to go kind of Oscar-esque or do you want to go as, as well acted? As well every, acted. Every single person mm-hmm. in this is acted. It brings it, yeah. Marks. I would say um, like small cast, um, sl- slow moving but still quite tight. Um, okay, there's a couple of flabby scenes that they should have caught out, but um, I don't. I, for me, it's a watch. Like, there's not a criticism, but I don't think there's enough layers there that I want to buy. No, definitely no. I wouldn't go back I mean? and watch it for any other extra plot additions. Like, is it, is it, is it, enjoy, is it an enjoyable? Is it an entertaining it? movie? I, I had my interest throughout because I was thinking about how it's going to resolve and how are these two stories going to intertwine at the end. That's what I was, I was waiting for the them two finally meeting. It wasn't like, oh, this scene is like so exciting. After they're driving away from the bank, I'm like, I'm not on the edge of my seat. I just wonder if I was to watch it again, there'd probably be scenes now where I'm thinking, like, I know what happens here, yeah. hurry up. Right. right, so if I said we're going to watch Force Majeure tonight or we're going to watch Hell or... <laughs> Force Majeure every time. Force Majeure? What I would, would say Hell or High Water. Oh, house, what? Go. Next, yes. yeah. I'd say I'm going to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's the kind of um, it'd be good to put our not just in say our favourite, but try and put them yeah. in some sort of order. Eh? Oh, that'd well, be hard. That'd be hard. Yeah, it'd be very hard. Cause we'd have, such we'd have to. Yeah, we'd have to put them in genres. I think right. categories. We should okay. get the bag. Okay. Yes. The bag of the so, right, any of you guys there? Because I've done it fast. I won okay. the quiz then, it was in my house, so there we go. Right. That's geezer doing, mate. Okay, I'm going to hear this shaking. Let's go for it. Come on. And the winner is. 88 Two Fat Ladies. Another Andy Weir suggestion. Shock. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Andy Weir bag. Let's see, we, we all have, <laughs> we all have. <laughs> The Raid. The Raid. Ooh. Very yeah, action. Yeah, yeah. This is very action Well, it's yeah, essentially this cell block tower and it's like the loads of like long take action scenes and there's like this police officer just like and he's like beating everyone and he goes go floor by floor. And he's got like fights away from top that's all I know, but the action is like So have you seen it? No, no, it's all I know from the film. It's just that yeah. it's been no, lauded for lot, its. Yeah. A lot of people talk about the raid. As in, yes, I Because I'll ask Yeah, that's the yeah. tradition now. I've actually got a, a wee. He's refilling another bag. Right. If you like what you're hearing here, don't keep it a secret. Tell a friend, tell an enemy. Next time you're on social media, please give us a wee share and let us know what you think of the movies that we're doing. We're about to take this recorder down there, record a Patreon episode of Tarek asking the guy to go and watch Hell High Water <laughs> in his house. Yeah, mate! <laughs> Thanks to Andy Weir for his suggestion and for the next one, it's a goodbye from me. Dan's a goodbye. Goodbye. Last word to Tarek. Bye.
Dan jangan lupa bersenang-senang.